0: Let's see. Hello, and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 158. Yes, I'm your host, Brian. Kind of. <laughs> Joining this evening is Mac. Good evening. And of course, we have the dumbass himself.
1: Watch tape, or change your name or get me drunk. I almost choked to death letter.
0: <laughs> and special guest, Alana.
2: Hey, everyone.
0: It's only taken me half an hour to learn that name.
2: <laughs> you yep. got it right, though. Yay!
3: There's a round of quiet golf applause going on.
0: Yeah, <laughs> how is everybody doing this evening?
3: Pretty well, well. I, I am fortunately no longer having to tape a plastic shield over my eye when I sleep, so I'm doing pretty well on that. I'm not waking up with fresh tape residue in my eyebrow now. We call them Sounds the like
0: win. yeah. I call them the goggles of shame. Yep. And dumbass, how are you doing?
1: A fairly nice day, but that'll cool.
0: Well, good, and, uh, uh, and of course we are special guest. How are, how are you?
2: Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Um, had a baseball game today and did some swimming, so I'm feeling good.
0: That's great. Outstanding. And we're so appreciative of you joining us because we need an authority because we're going to be talking about why we don't trust women.
2: Well, I wouldn't consider myself an authority on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think we should trust her. <laughs> I, I was going to say we
3: can't believe anything she says anyway. So. That's a good point, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's good. I'm in the process of moving to... To, to Houston, and so everything's everything my, around me is Iraq, and and this is my last podcast from from this house, probably. So uh, yeah, so things are things are moving along. And, uh, wait
3: a minute, wait a minute. What are you doing in Iraq?
0: Yeah, well, that's a good question. Moving on.
3: <laughs> how did you get to Iraq?
0: So I I think we better get started with your story because uh, we have because Alana has yes, limited we probably time. We
3: should. But Alana. Brian, for yeah. future reference, if anybody ever asks you how you got to Iraq, you say Iran.
0: Uh, of course. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> All right. So anyway, I saw two articles on this hit my Facebook feed and it it made me it made me curious enough that I wanted to discuss this here. Um the the two articles are men just don't trust women and how we teach our kids that women are liars. And what was what was kind of interesting about this I, I got into a discussion with the person that put them in my Facebook feed, my roommate, who is also my ex-wife, and she said that even women are not taught to, tra- to trust other women. I, I thought it was an interesting thing, too, and I wanted to get some other thoughts on it. Um, anyway, the, the article, How We Teach Our Kids That Women Are Liars, it starts off talking about a a man in France was arrested for raping his daughter and that by the time they she'd gone to several different people, and they just kept telling her that, that she needed hard evidence. She finally had to get a webcam a webcam view of what was actually happening, so she had to go through this for longer and longer because nobody nobody believed what she was saying
0: hmm. yeah you know, i that's terrible. Yeah, I, I wonder. I don't see this as as much as like what what you're talking about. And and how prevalent is this? Is this still extremely prevalent? Has it gotten better? I mean, did do they talk about that at all? You know, I I
3: don't know. Um, I honestly don't know. I mean, the articles articles probably not from the greatest source in the world. But one of the articles is is a HuffPost. Post. But you know, I, it's it's really really prevalent in our in the culture that we come from in the United States and um, a lot of the other, a lot of the other cultures around the world. There's, there's stories from the Judeo Christian Bible. There's stories. from Greek mythology. There's, there are, you know, there are stories in not so much, interestingly enough, not so much in the fairy tales. I don't think of women as liars, but there is still a, there's still, um, there's a certain level of untrustworthiness. Well, even in, some of those.
0: I mean the Bible especially of course, I mean it is is very anti-woman. I mean you have First Timothy part 2 where you know basically um Paul is telling women to you know basically you know to come to church co- cover cover their heads and you know and and they're they're not to you know not to speak in church and they and they're not to be teachers and you know and stuff like that. So I mean yeah the the but the Bible is just I mean it, is well, so it's so terrible towards women in it, in general.
3: It's a patriarchal document, so right. But um, a, a little further down the article, it goes on to say that Philadelphia's sex crimes unit, as late as 2003, was referred to as the "lying bitch" unit. Hmm. Oh, that's wow.
2: So I, th- I mean, I think that's um, like I, I've never actually heard or like been aware of this issue in the past, but it seems to me that it's just. Um, You know, another part, the bigger problem, the bigger issue, you know, it's a man's world um, and that, you know, men put women down in whatever way they can. And a really good way to do it is to call women liars. Um, I'd like to think it doesn't happen, you know, uh, on a day to day basis for most women, um, at least society that I live in. So I don't feel that I experienced um, people not trusting me for no apparent reason. Uh, The case you uh, Mac I think we're talking about um, from the article <laughs> where the the girl um, was being raped by her uncle did you say or her father
3: by her father
2: um so yeah so um like in our society we have like the burden of proof right so you also you also don't want to have situations where you know people can get someone in trouble very easily by accusing them of something they're not doing and you just take someone's word for it so it's good that you have evidence um the problem is you know rape <laughs> for one um, yeah um, and it, the problem is that women are usually um, the victims. So yeah. so they're the ones who are calling people out on things. And, of course, if you're being called out on something that you don't want to be accused of um, or you're going to get in trouble for it, you're going to say that person's lying. And since women are normally the victims, they're the ones being called the liars. So that doesn't necessarily speak to what's see, being but, said in I, the Bible I, oh, what, and other stories. Right. But I think um, like to like these rape
0: that, situations. That, that actually brings I, it back to rape culture and where uh, well, we do see a lot of times where – They were they are trying to discredit the women that are bringing these allegations.
1: Exactly. I think it's not so much. I mean, of course, you've got to bring uh, you've got to have reasonable doubt. You've got to uh, say the person is innocent until proven guilty. But I think the the message that I'm getting from this story is that basically that the girl's accusations weren't taken seriously enough.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They
3: they didn't even investigate until she brought out um, photographic evidence.
2: Yeah, and that's that's definitely that so. Is
3: not okay.
0: I, I think that maybe we can identify places where this is where this is a problem because certainly in in uh, in w- with rape and stuff like that, I think that we see this as prevalent. I'm not sure that I, I like for like in my daily job, I don't think I see that, but certainly I think that there are. I think that we can identify aspects um, of of culture where this is probably is actually happening, and quite a bit.
1: Yeah, I think when we're talking about rape culture, well, we can't talk about something uniform because culture itself isn't uniform throughout okay. North America. And I think there will be pockets of places that will be more willing to err on the side of forgiving the guys for the rape action. Mm-hmm. Uh, and places uh, like they take it more seriously and try to. Um, go with more with the girl's story,
3: like, the, like the, uh, the the one that just happened, where the judge's verdict was "boys will be." Right? Oh, yeah, that, 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 okay, that's
1: right. There, there is that kind of mentality out there in certain places and among certain groups that uh, oh, this is just something that boys do; they can't help themselves. Right. Well, yeah.
0: that that particular situation is even worse when you look at the letter that the father wrote to the judge. You know, saying that basically he shouldn't, you know, be he'd be what sent to prison for 20 years for 22 minutes of action and and, i mean that that is a particularly egregious case and but that wasn't Mm -hmm. necessarily that wasn't necessarily that the the girl was lying is that she was making too big a
1: deal of it and with the case of the father there i guess there's motivated reasoning behind that
3: now if if i were if i were judging the case my thought would be put the kid in prison put the father there with him make sure they're cellmates (laughs) (laughs) but you know here's it they seem close they could get closer you know
0: when we first started talking about this i wasn't really identifying with it but as we go through it and we start to and we start to to point out these different little things i think i see where it's coming from it's not necessarily it's not it's not necessarily a process of of women being liars It's it's a it's a process of of um of trying to strip power away from them and that's just one aspect
3: of this yeah, we've we've seen these patterns before, yeah. and we've talked about these patterns before, and it's really it's really disturbing. You know, and I'm in not- your other article there.
1: Uh, it was saying about uh, I think it went to a lot into a lot of detail about how we don't trust women's emotions, how we find uh, we think that they're making too big of deal of something, and we tend to dismiss uh, something if they if uh, if they're really like going on about it and they seem really upset
3: by it. So there we go, yeah. You're
0: not trusting them again.
3: Um, It's not even not not even necessarily talking about not trusting women's emotions, but it says that if a woman is telling you something, it takes you longer to believe it. Um, The comedian Patton Oswalt, this was before his wife passed away, but he was telling telling this story about about his wife called him and told him that she'd seen a rat in the backyard. And he's thinking in his mind, a rat in Burbank. Yeah, that's not so he gets he gets home. He sees a squirrel run across the telephone wire and he says, honey, is that what you saw? And she went, no, dear. That's a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and not now,
2: the it, thing it, is, so if, if, um, if, you know, was with a friend or if he had a gay partner, like his partner said, like a man said to him, oh, I saw a rat. Would he think this? He
3: would a... think it was a rat.
2: So he'd be the man?
3: I'm sure. He Are would there
2: studies of this?
3: I, I'm. That's a. So maybe uh, I'm sad to say that my instinct well. is that if a man told me he saw a rat, I would say, OK, he probably saw a damn rat.
2: And is that maybe is that maybe that's a different issue that maybe you think men know more about this particular subject because.
3: Because
0: they're men. <laughs>
2: it's not because well, you think she's lying. It's because mistaken, which a different. People yeah, but it's artisan, it, we're, not still not,
3: we're still not trusting her word. Right. That she saw the damn rat.
0: This is like if you ask a woman what her pain is on a scale from 1 to 10 and she says it's a 7, then you say, well, it's probably really a 5 then.
3: Yeah. When in actuality, (laughs) a man would consider it probably a 20. Well, that could be. (laughs) (laughs) Considering Considering that women do childbirth. But not every day. Well, there's a there's a lot of uh, not every day, but it <laughs> it may skew the pain scale.
2: So I'd like <laughs> to draw a distinction between you know thinking women are lying something intention and you know thinking women thinking women are you know just you know wrong or mistaken or just don't understand something as well and therefore when they tell you something, um, right? There's, yeah, they're, yeah they're, they seem like they're lying, but really they're just lying. right. Are they
0: naive yeah, I mean, or are they lying? The, the two-
1: the two articles, yeah. uh, well, one of them is is more about is less about lying, more about how we don't trust them, and the other one is more about how they're lying, right?
0: Right. Yeah. So, that so would... which is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> and well, you were you were it's... going into earlier about uh, different uh, examples throughout history, like in the Bible and literature. I know that there's that common trope about the woman being the seductress who whispers into the man's ear and pulls him off the righteous path, or
3: yeah. and that to go to the Bible on that, there was uh, that was samson and delilah she cut his she she cut his she cut his hair and took his strength after she seduced him but um you know it doesn't have to be are women mistaken or are women liars i i think that it's both and it depends upon the
2: situation
3: i think that well wait both wait wait, things wait. Can come up
2: you but okay but do you the question is you know we're talking about women here but do women lie more than men or are women mistaken more than men or both
3: i i don't think that either either is actually the case i think that they are taken as untruthful and they are taken as mistaken more often yeah that's yeah, yeah it is <laughs> it is very shitty and i don't agree with it but unfortunately i will sometimes find myself in that same damn thinking
2: where you're interacting with a woman who's telling you something and you either think is lying to you yeah
3: I, 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 my, my ex, my roommate tells me, okay, well, you know, this is going on in the apartment and I'm like, okay. And I'm thinking, oh, she's exaggerating.
2: Well, Okay. How about this? How about instead of just, you know, thinking she's exaggerating, how about you say to her like, oh, that's surprising and like creating a dialogue about it, instead of just like having these quiet assumptions about the situation.
3: Yeah, I know. I know that I should do that. But the problem is that I've got that knee jerk instinct that says, okay, well, she's probably exaggerating, and then I find out that she's not. So
1: if, if I'm interacting with a woman and I think she's making too big a deal out of something, how do I know if uh, I'm being misogynistic or whether I really think she's making a big deal out of something?
2: You're, you're being misogynistic if you if you don't engage her, like if you think too little of her to engage her in a real discussion about it. Like if you think she's wrong or lying or mistaken, like say something.
3: If, That's a good point. Yeah. If oh. if you're 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 being misogynistic. If if a man said the same thing to you and you would have a different reaction.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In some cases, but I also I also think you know sometimes you would for like as a woman, if a woman says something to me, I am more comfortable confronting a woman of something than I am in a lot of cases a man depending on the situation because I feel. I feel more threatened by men. So there's another issue, right?
3: So it's not necessarily that you believe men more easily when they say something, but you don't want to – you're concerned about actually opening the dialogue because you feel you're not going to be well-received in opening the
2: dialogue. Uh, I I mean it depends who I'm around. So for the most part, I spend time around people who I feel – respect my opinions and my ideas but even around my group of friends so um asshole and i hang out sometimes and we have like this i feel like we have this really good group of friends um we play games a lot together and even in these games i'm talking about
1: something. me there i go by dumbass not
0: dumbass. Uh, sorry
2: sorry dumbass. <laughs> no 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 actually
1: that
0: that's okay we can refer to him by asshole whatever you want to do
2: So, for for dumbass, not asshole.
3: Because we do respect your opinion. That's right, absolutely. And if you feel that he's an asshole,
2: then... I don't. That's right. I don't
0: at all. Chime (laughs) in any time, asshole. Chime in any (laughs) time.
2: (laughs) <laughs> to go to this example. Um, so I feel like I hang it with like people like dumbass who's intelligent and um, and I think he uh, considers himself a feminist and he cares about women's rights and just social rights in general. Um, but I'm around this group of people and I will say something and I'll make a point and I'll make a point again and I'll make a point again and then a man who's my friend who's smart who's intelligent who cares about feminist issues will hear me and make the same point and everyone will be like, "Hey, great point." man and no one will have heard me say it and it's it, and it happens so much that has become like an ongoing joke where when people do, do hear me say something they'll just like jokingly credit someone up <laughs> wow
3: wow
0: yeah.
2: so it's an issue
0: yeah that's a huge power dynamic too isn't it i mean it's there's there's a lot going on there
2: and, and the, the thing that really like irks me or really is that you know i think people do care and they are educated and they are aware of this um, and then there's a lot of people who either you know, just don't care and don't think about it. And then there are some people who who think the opposite where they think men are better than men. So when I'm interacting with someone, if I'm inter- and even with, like women, women and men and whoever think that certain groups of people are better than other groups. And so as a woman, knowing that some people are thinking less of ideas, it's scarier confronting them. They could be violent. They could, you know, they could harm me in other ways. So even in the workplace, it's hard confronting um, because people are going to, you know, twist your words and, and you do need evidence. So like I'm taught... Um, You know, anytime something goes wrong to kind of like keep track of it, because I'm 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 kind of taught that I'm going to be a victim and that I need to like be smart and assertive. And that's my job. It's, it's like how women are taught. You know, if you're going to the bar, your drink with you, um, go in a group. Don't go alone. And men aren't taught like, hey, if you think you might rape someone, like go with a friend who will stop you. Like, don't root you with can, can,
0: you know? can Actually, can can I expand on that a little bit? Because.
1: Support group for raping. I, yeah. I think uh, I think I might give in to my rape impulse. I need you to come with me. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, and there's there's no
0: doubt that, that that we need to be telling men not to rape women. OK, I, without a doubt. But as a father of three daughters, I want to tell them to protect themselves. And what? and I'm being told by society, well, that's wrong. Men should be telling be, being told not to rape. But it's like there's there, we need to do both kind of, don't we?
3: yeah we do oh, need absolutely. to do that. okay yeah, absolutely. um yeah. your girls have been raised to be smart and ask questions and be pretty self sufficient but yeah they need to they need to they need to be able to protect themselves
0: there there's a huge fight on um on youtube between and i can, i can remember it's thunderfoot and I can't remember um
1: I've seen some of
0: Sunderfoot's videos. He's had some interesting he, stuff to say, but I, I, yeah, he goes off against feminists a little. He bit. can be a misogynist dick. Let I mean, uh, and and so, but the him and, a, and another woman, a uh, paramour, we're having we're having a back and forth about this, and 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 I was so confused after after uh, watching the two of them go at this because it's like, well, wait a second. As a father, am I not supposed to tell my tell my daughter to protect herself? That's insane. Right? No,
2: <laughs> that wasn't what I was getting at. Uh,
0: no, I know I, I know that yeah, that's fine. that it's
2: unfortunate okay. that we live in a society in which women need to to protect themselves? I and, agree with in you. In a much greater way than little boys or men are to be careful and protect
0: Right? Themselves. No, so I, I, it's, it's I yeah. It's not
2: that you shouldn't tell them that, it's that it's unfortunate that we live in this sort of society. I agree. It is yeah, necessary. I, it's yeah. necessary. It's crappy.
0: Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I, if, I you, agree. if you
1: have a son, it is important to talk to your to talk to your son uh, about you know how women are people and um if you want to have uh any kind of romantic or sexual relationship with a woman you've got to treat her as a person and listen to what her wants are.
0: yeah absolutely yeah no that's and it is it, it i agree it's it's unfortunate but man i i want my i want my if my children go to parties I, I i want them to be aware you know don't don't drink from an open cup right stuff like that i mean it's it just seems like we have to tell them this
2: yeah yeah you do yeah, well, and, absolutely,
3: do it. You know, and the the uh, the thing about have a friend go with you who's going to stop your rape impulses. And my thought was, or give you an alibi. Yeah, that's true. Well, yeah. oh, okay, yeah.
1: Um, no, but it, I mean, if you see, like, as a guy, I think if you see somebody at a party or you know dragging away an unconscious girl, you know, look into that. you know, I mean, he might be just putting her to bed, but if he's going to be doing something more to her, you got to look into that and stop it. I, I I do I do think though,
0: I, and maybe maybe I'm off my rocker. I don't I I don't think that I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm totally wrong. It seems like most of these situations don't start out with with the man intending to rape the girl, even though it, ultimately that's what he does. It so, does.
2: Can I interrupt you? right Yes, there? you
0: can. Please.
2: Um, your language is irking me a little bit. You're saying man and girl. Oh so man,
0: and man. you're and you are so right. I I'm I apologize. You're right. So we we have a woman the man doesn't necessarily start out to rape the woman but he but at some point he does right he 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 doesn't control himself at some point and I, and I'm i am going to
3: throw something now i'm going to throw something really weird in here yeah, I don't, um there was another article that i saw it was uh, was basically a uh essay article memoir written by this guy talking about his his girl that he was dating and she had some sort of a disorder where she would it wasn't it wasn't an anterograde an memory loss or anything like that but she would have a disorder where she would something would happen in her brain and she would forget who he was for a period of time
1: oh that's scary and
3: and he was oh, talking wow. if that about, happened
1: in the middle of sex. That would be that awful. would be bad.
3: Well, no, he was he was talking about it happening in the middle of an evening out. And she said, I know that she's she told him this is happening. You need to get me out of here right now. And it happened while he was getting her out of there. And she she flipped out because she didn't know who was taking her out of there. And so he's got all these people and he's telling him, this is my girlfriend, I'm I'm trying to get her out of here. She's having a problem, and he's got all these people who are, who are staring at him as if he's doing something wrong.
2: Yeah, that's good that people are that, paying attention yeah, to that situation. That is good.
3: You know, but it's it's such a it's such a rare case. But what ended up happening is he called her ex boyfriend, who she did know, and actually he was he was friends with. There was no there was no ill will there. And the ex boyfriend talked her down and and told her, "This is who this guy is. This is the guy you've been dating. He's okay." I promise you he's okay. I know this guy.
2: So you know what I think I would do in a situation like that? If you, if she knows it's happening, you know, anywhere, anytime she goes somewhere in public, like if she's at a restaurant, maybe mention to the server in advance, like she mentions to the server herself in advance, hey, sometimes this happens to me, and I think my partner is, you know, trying to abduct, um, and that way someone already is
0: in the note. Oh my god. I, mean, it yeah. really, like, so I don't low low know. Low that that low that that, low. that seems I if I'm the waiter and somebody says that to me, I, I'm not I, what do you do with that?
3: Yeah is that's just, that puts you in a really, really awkward situation as a you know as a minimum wage server who's looking for tips. Okay
2: that well then talk to the manager. Situation. Yeah I, I, to, yeah I don't
0: to. know maybe.
3: Yeah. I, I and you also have a situation though too where this might have been really particularly embarrassing for this lady to go through. And it might have been a situation where yeah, that would have that would have solved the problem, but she might not have even felt comfortable having that conversation.
0: Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. I don't you know, I, I wanna go back to what I was trying to say earlier before before Mac got us onto this topic. I I've never I, I just think that sometimes these things are more complicated than than they appear um uh when we see them in the news. I, I don't know where I think somebody's gonna be mad at me for what I said earlier. More than just the <laughs> my just more than just the boy girl language that I was using.
2: Oh, that men don't go out intending to rape someone? Yeah. I mean,
0: I don't, don't you think that it's more complicated than that?
2: I mean, I think it's on a case-to-case basis. Yeah, uh, uh, absolutely. So mo- most rapes are done by someone you know, like right. a or relative.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Are, but are they planned or are these for the moment?
2: The, well, it's probably like, well, I mean, well, probably you're, whether you're the you're a raping his daughter. Yeah, that's, that, that's
0: probably, yeah.
2: Um, and then ones like where women are getting raped at parties, uh, that's probably you know I, I think a lot of rape has to do you know, power to sex because mm-hmm. if you want sex, you can find somebody. I guess,
0: my, I guess my point is is that I think a lot of these things they start at a, a, like parties and stuff like that. A, a lot of the times, it seems like things go too far, and and I think that it, we need to um, we do need to be you know teaching men you know when to, to recognize men and boys. To, to recognize w- limits that maybe well, maybe we're not yeah. good at that having this discussion
1: I mean um, the the thing about it is that um, and there's a lot of back and forth discussion on, on what should be called rape uh, what a lot of what is uh, being called rape it, it's a very wide range of experiences and I think Atlanta's is the, right, you really do have to take them on a case-by-case basis yeah. to see how you feel sure is the yeah. word no
2: involved okay if so, so but here there are, there are, you know, I think, yeah, rape can have be really. I'm not saying this correctly, but people have really different ex- when they're the raped. Article. So, you know, being attacked when you're walking down the street alone in an alley by like a men, that's probably much more, that, you know, horrific yeah, than being, uh, you know, just your and partner then being, then being group, Yeah, being uh, persisting, persisting. Maybe. So it's someone you, you know, you you do want to make love, or whatever, but you just don't want to do it right now. And they persist and persist and then and then you do it just because you're tired of saying. You know, so um, like I think unless unless you know you know the, what rape is, you might not even think of it as rape, and you might not even think of it again, right? If that just happened like one time, um, but you know, if you're attacked in an alleyway, you're you're knowing. Something is right. Wrong and it's a horrific experience.
0: Well and in particular the, the case that we were talking about prior to that with, with the, the judge and the and the father who wrote the judge, my understanding is that he she was unconscious in an alley and that's where he took advantage of her. Mm-hmm. So so that was I mean, that's the definitely I mean that that's not a situation that went too far. That's somebody who was that that's somebody who should be locked up. Is
2: this the Stanford that they're talking about? I think it is, <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: I so, think yeah, it's a Stanford Stanford sports yeah. student.
2: With that, what I mean, I I just read little bits here and there. Um, with that, it sounded like you know he doesn't think there's anything wrong with doing what he did. But what's a little bit ironic about it is, if you think there's nothing wrong, why were you caught like fleeing from this when people caught you doing it? Um, so he knew he'd get in trouble with it, but he didn't necessarily think it wrong to do it.
0: Right, but why yeah. did he? Why did he think it wasn't? Why did he think it wasn't wrong? That I mean, that's
2: probably. I would guess because he probably thought that women are there for his disposal.
3: Right. So. Well, and apparently he'd been taught that way because his father, his father apparently had the same kind of attitude.
0: Yeah. And, and, and he got, and as far as I'm concerned, he got up easy, way too easy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And the judge is getting in trouble. Like, I think, like, all of that judge's verdicts for the past, like, several years questioned, even even ones that have nothing to do with, like, sexual assault cases.
0: Well, wow. Yeah, that's. We, we've definitely gone way off of the topic, but actually this is, this is one of those discussions that I think that, um, we, we need to have uh, more regularly, actually. I mean, P, I don't think that, I think that talking about this stuff is in terribly important and particularly because I start, you, you had to, you had to correct me. You had on language that I was using completely unconscious, mm. right? Yeah. And, and you're, you're absolutely right. And that should have irked you. And I'm glad that it did. And I'm glad that you said something, um, because. I, I was not I, I wasn't really thinking it through, I guess.
2: Well, and that's my point too, right? Because like you guys are obviously people who care about this, you're willing to like open up a dialogue about this, you wanna talk about it, you wanna explore more ideas, um, and then you know, even even you guys make mistakes and I'm I am a woman and you know, I am I'm making mistakes too, I'm doing the wrong yeah. saying wrong. Yeah.
3: yeah. The uh the language that Brian used though was actually kind of a he was he was pretty pretty much automatically putting the woman in the in the situation into a, a
2: position? lesser position than well, the yeah. man. Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: yeah. No, you're absolutely you're absolutely correct. I I, I, I I was wrong. I was I was bad.
2: But you know, you, but you you weren't bad. You know, society was well, bad, and society got you.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, well,
0: thanks, thanks, thanks for the out. But I'll own it. Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> so basically, it is culture, and I uh, I've been saying this like. Uh, past few episodes, that it's the culture um, that throughout human history, basically, women have been uh, put in inferior positions. If you look at any society throughout history, and that's stuck with us. And it's only been like in very recent history, like 20th century, that we started to really have a push for, hey, women can be equal.
3: Women have been prizes. I- I'm going to go back to Helen and the Trojan. <laughs> I'm going to go back to whatever... Whatever the wife of was, uh, da- King David sent his friend to die in battle so he could have the guy's wife. Okay, these are not situations where the woman is woman is given any choice. These are situations where she's a prize. Yeah, that's she's a trophy. Yeah.
2: Well, and that goes you know to women being objectified. Um, yeah. But it's uh, so you know you hear. That's a fairly common phrasing, right, where women are talked about being objects. Um, but, you know, women are also um, looked at as, like, animals. Um,
0: well, they're property. Like non-human. property they're, they're looked shame. at as property. I mean, think about what a dowry is. You're buying the woman yeah. from, from the father.
3: As far as saying women are looked upon as animals, though, so I'm going to have to take issue with that because um, we devalue animals and women.
2: <laughs> so uh, True. Is that a joke? I don't get
3: <laughs> I'm— This actually calls back to a a discussion that I haven't had with these guys, but I had with somebody else. I I was one of my one of my people on Facebook was talking about how she was hearing people parroting the NRA argument, and I said, "Well, you know, Tango considers the word parroting to be kind of racist, so he really prefers you not use that." Okay. Tango being my bird. Oh, okay. So he considers that to be racist. And Tango, just like you know, saying she eats like a pig um he's a snake these are these are things that basically say animals are less than
2: well and i would i would say they are <laughs> So, like do you think animals are true. You and, like don't you think you, you should respect humans people. more than you need to respect animals this is how i see things um you know you know respect you know respect everything right um uh, equal equal not equal um treatment but equal consideration so you know a dog can't vote so you don't let a dog vote but a uh, woman can vote and men can vote so let them vote um and then you know a dog can feel pain though so don't you know stab it like, so just equal consideration. But I think by calling someone a snake, like, that snake, snakes as a whole are not being harmed. Whereas, you know, saying women deserve to be treated in a terrible way. Like, women are being, snakes aren't yeah. by saying people are, someone's a snake. Women are by saying, you know, less.
3: Well, actually, ascribing, by saying somebody is a snake, we're ascribing behavior to a snake that are really just human behaviors that are bad. Right. So.
2: But but my point is, is that, that doesn't make, so. Oh, I'm trying to think of a good example where um you know you know a lot of insults uh, are attached like or feminine like um attached to women's bitch oh
1: yeah like if Has you call some if you call a guy a pussy he
2: yeah. some pussy. Sort of, or if you
3: his. say if you say a guy is unfaithful you're calling him a dog when his dogs are actually No no
2: no but oil. listen to this listen to this so if yeah. you call the worst like saying hey you're the man that's a compliment saying hey like you throw like a girl or you're a pussy that's an insult the worst thing a man can be called in our society is a is a woman is a girl um, and that's super shitty whereas if you're called and that hurts women that brings women down um and makes it makes it sound like you can treat them um you know poorly and that that's okay whereas if you say you know you're like a dog or you're like a snake or you're like whatever animal like that's not hurting those animals away
0: so what what's something my dad used to say and uh it, it, this is one of the many reasons I don't talk to him anymore so he, he used to say things like um uh, thank God for not making me a woman which well, uh, yeah and that's and, and actually that's common that's kind of common amongst uh Jewish men Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, uh, yeah. Brian,
3: he probably still says it.
0: He probably does still say it. I believe that. Oh, but yeah. You
2: know what? And and I mean, it's crappy that he says that, but I mean, it's kind of a reasonable thought to have because he's like, yeah, I feel blessed that I get to be in this position where sure. I'm treated better. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah. You know,
3: but you know, there's probably there's probably women out there going, yeah, thank God for not making you a woman.
0: Well, and he does he doesn't treat women particularly well. I wouldn't say, and I wouldn't say he treated my daughters particularly well.
2: Yeah. To hear that.
0: Yeah. So, but that kind of rampant misogyny, you know, is, is a huge problem. So, we've been talking about this for a half hour. I think we should move on.
2: Yeah. I think it's time for me to head out as well. So, thank I'm you we, so much sure. for joining us. Alana, we yeah. really
3: appreciated having you.
2: It was great sitting with you guys. I,
3: yeah. I, I really, I really appreciate your perspective on this. And the last thing that basically, you know, three guys can really have a good discussion about is this is this subject without having somebody in there who can actually talk to
2: well i think it's good that you guys are talking about it and thank you for including
0: you and thank you for bringing us uh, um, your viewpoint because it really it really actually meant a lot it um, made it so much better
2: (laughs) thank you that's kind of you to say (laughs) all right well enjoy uh the rest of your show and maybe i'll um, talk to you guys again later
0: all right thank you
2: thanks again have a good night
0: all right bye bye
3: bye guys We will be having this animal racism discussion again, mark my words.
0: Yeah. No, but when you said that, I kind of thought, yeah, we, I mean, we kind of, a lot of times see women as cattle and it's, it's awful.
3: Well, you, you refer to a lot of times guys refer to big girls as cows.
0: Yeah. You hear that a lot too. So yeah. So yeah, that, that was good. All Um, right.
3: Hey, Sam saw something where they were describing a meal as porker proportions.
0: Yeah. That's no good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. Let, let's move on. We we don't we're not masturbating this week, or are, are we? Are we masturbating to this? Are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Uh, so, adult baby store pro, uh, protest. What Mount yeah. Prospect in, protested in Mount Prospect?
1: Right. Uh, adult baby store draws protest. In prospect. What
0: is going on here?
1: Right.
3: Uh, you, uh, you- uh, a couple? That's more that's where adults go to be pampered.
0: Yeah. Well. Okay. So
3: basically,
0: yeah. W- what this guy has is an adult baby store and he sells stuff uh, adult diapers he sells um, cribs that would be um, big enough for adults he has um, other... wait a
3: minute Walmart sells adult diapers
0: these are classier <laughs>
1: I mean, it, it's, it's not, called uh, sure if he, I think he's selling some of the stuff but he's also like uh, inviting clients in to like experience the products and take pictures and stuff right
0: so the, he, he he said in in the video he said, we believe enough in the product that we, that we thought we need to have a brick and mortar store so that people could come in. So the store is only open by
1: appointment. Yeah, and and it, uh, the windows are all, uh, uh, papered up.
0: Yep. Yeah. So people cannot see in and people can come in and experience the product. And I think that this is, I mean, this is, this is a, a fetish that, that some people have. Um, in fact, I worked for a company that did call in lines. And people could call and leave, um like kind of like a personal ad, and there was one person who called in, and this was his fetish, and he was looking for somebody, you know, to to to, to do this with him, you know, essentially kind of be his mommy. And we've seen we've seen other stuff online where um where where men, you know, are are, are, are there are. It seems I don't know. I've I've never I, I I have never seen a woman with this fetish. I do. I have seen men with this fetish, but I, there might be a woman out here there who has that fetish. And, um, that that would be interesting.
1: Maybe there are women who have a fetish of uh, doing that to men.
0: Maybe and and but so and 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 hopefully, well, I hope there is because it, you know, I, and I hope they find each other.
3: Well, you've got to wonder if this is really you know serious power play issues. Maybe because. Um, the ultimate expression of powerlessness is being an infant.
0: It does kind of seem like it, it does kind of fit into the whole BDSM kind of realm in, in, that, in the in the power play respect. So anyway, so they they set up shop, and um, apparently that the town isn't happy with them.
1: Yeah, just uh, just a bunch of people. The, the, the old thing: uh, there are kids in this vicinity. What's going on? On it, so it's close to a school. Well, what, what should we, will
3: we tell our kids about this? Oh my So, God. I have to ask the question the, the protesters or the people in the store who are really acting like infants?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. It is online, the discussion about tykeables is online. Um, and I'll have to add this to, to the show notes as well. So, the, the um, uh, it says village board meeting. And so, where the, and I started listening to this, and they are questioning whether they lied on their application and some stuff like this. But it seems to me that they're not hurting anybody. And, and that, and this is really kind of a non issue. It seems like they are being incredibly discreet.
3: You know, if, if somebody wants to wear, if somebody wants to wear diapers to make themselves feel happy and feel comfortable in their skin. Let them wear diapers. If somebody wants to be bottle fed to feel happy and comfortable in their skin, let them be bottle. fed
0: Yeah, I, I would. I would tend to agree with that. I I don't have an issue. I'm not with burping this. the fucker. Well, but. But, <laughs> well, but, and that's fine, right? And this is this is where it comes down to: if you don't want to do it, then don't.
3: Yeah. But yeah, there there are. I I think that there are men and women who have. You know, usually it's not it's not so much the baby thing with girls but a lot of times it's a little girl little girl daddy thing instead could be yeah 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 absolutely another, yeah it's another type of play
0: i've known girls who are into that but i can i understand why this might make them uncomfortable right i i can see where where it it, it seems odd right i mean it it isn't what um what we often think of as
3: yeah yeah
1: i mean like but yeah uh, I think that's a like a really old-fashioned attitude. I think like more and more of these days we're getting more open to the fact that different people have different ways to express their sexuality and that you know unusual kinks are more common than you might think. And you probably know people who have kinks who they're not – and of course they're not telling you about that. That would be – Right. But. You know,
3: you, you actually – I think it's probably more likely that you may know one or two people who do not have unusual kinks.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs>
0: I have my own.
3: Yeah, I have my own. I have my and own. it's my own.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's unfortunate that that the this protest is happening, and I haven't listened to the to the whole village meeting. Um, but the, I think to
3: protest this would be rash.
0: Well, but they are protesting it. That's the thing is that the, the, the well, you, people well, you are already upset. You need to
3: put upset. some powder on that to help with rash. Oh, or, or, or some desitin.
0: You can't use powder anymore. We, that stuff causes cancer. Johnson Johnson's getting sued for that.
3: Really? I did not know that. Yep, no more, no I, more I know powder. that I won't use it because I found out that it doesn't contain any actual baby. No, that's why I've stopped. <laughs> <eating>. That's also <laughs> why I've stopped eating baby Swiss.
1: <laughs> so this is. I, I've been I've been using like baby powder after a shower. Uh, what are they saying about?
0: It? Um. I I would have to uh, find that for you. But they they um, the particulates. I think. Um, from the talc are getting caught deep in the lungs and and that I think that it's causing irritation. Okay. Is what they think is happening? That's a that's a discussion for another show.
1: <laughs> Definitely. I'm going to have to look
3: that up. Yeah. You know, I I'm kind of surprised they're using talc because talc is kind of a kind of an inorganic compound that's difficult to pass out. But, you know, neither here nor there. It's it's not really the discussion. The discussion is people
1: So should I be using all-purpose flour it does say all-purpose? Uh <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I, it it's probably better than using bread flour, but I think I would use pastry flour if I were you. Pastry flour is going to have less uh, less gluten and oh, less okay. proteins, and so it's probably oh, going to be don't, fluffier. Don't get
3: on the don't you dare get on the gluten free train with Brian. I'm not. I'm
0: not. <laughs> I'm, this is this is about texture, right? So if you're going to make a cake, you're not going to use bread flour because it's going to be too dense and it's going to have way too much protein. You're going to use cake flour or pastry flour, right? You want something light and fluffy. Well, if you're putting it on your ass, I want light and fluffy.
3: Fair enough. Good point.
1: Yeah, so I found this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this show's all over the place tonight. <laughs> we, this is so awesome. We, we have, we've got some good advice for the for the listeners now. <laughs> Ryan recommends pastry flour for your ass. <laughs>
0: uh, talcum powder and cancer. What is talcum powder? Yeah, so there's this is from the uh, cancer.org, which is the American Cancer Association. So there's, yeah. So my understanding is that there's a suit against Johnson and Johnson for it. So yeah, so let yeah, so we we can cover that later. And it's probably it'd probably be an interesting thing to cover. All right. But back to men wearing diapers.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And don't don't say that women can't wear diapers either. They can. (laughs) They absolutely can. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. it's just that fear. I guess it's like really old-fashioned Victorian era fear. Like anything sexual deviancy, that these people are I, dangerous to society.
3: I think it goes even further back than that. I think it goes back to um, the the a lot a large part of the uh, a large number of the colonists who came here to the United States in the first place were Puritans, and they didn't like anything. Uh, true. They were they yeah. were kind of against fun yeah so but you the, the, know compared to the compared to the puritans the victorian morals were incredibly kinky wait but what there was about, actually a lot of kinky stuff going anyway
0: the, this whole idea of it's going on near school what am i going to tell my kids you're going to tell them exactly what what's going on that that there are people who have a fetish and 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 that and you know and that's where they're going what more needs to be said?
3: Well, that means that the kids are going to want to have that fetish, and they're going to be wanting to wear diapers, and pretty soon everybody in school is going to be wearing diapers, because that's, <laughs> yeah. where, that's what kids do, is that if they hear about something, they want to do it.
0: So that's probably, the way
3: fashion works.
0: And now that and now that gay marriage is legal, they're all going to be gay men wearing, or gay, they're all going to be gays wearing diapers.
3: Okay. So how does the breastfeeding work in those circumstances?
0: I, that's a really good question, right? Uh,
3: see. That that's that's hanging me up now.
1: <laughs> you're you're hung
0: up. Yeah, on the- I
3: remember uh, there was a uh,
1: there was a woman who was selling like what, margaritas or something from like a container like like a bra but like shaped like breasts and. Well, there was with-
3: we also discussed on the show uh, breast milk ice cream.
1: Yeah, we did,
3: and that had some great artwork. But <laughs> I wonder where you can buy that. What the artwork? <laughs> well, you can find it on our <laughs> site. <laughs> Or the breast milk, breast ice milk cream.
1: ice cream. Which which local grocery
3: store will sell that?
0: That was a, that was a, a place I think well, in England, right? wasn't Wasn't that England? I
3: think it was a place in England, but technically, it's all breast milk ice cream.
0: Oh, that's a yeah.
3: Some of the breasts aren't <laughs> human, but technically, it's all breast milk ice cream.
0: I think that place went. I think it was shut down.
3: You guys want to hold up for just one minute? I'll be right back.
0: Yeah, that's fine. It's milk ice cream. Oh, New York.
3: I, I thought it was somewhere on the on the East Coast. I
0: thought I thought the one that we covered was Britain. I don't know. There I'd is have to go now back and breast milk ice the, village. This is from, the, from this is from the Village Voice. This is 2011. Yeah, the one in London. We would there was one in London. I'm sure that it was that's the one I thought we covered. Okay. Baby Gaga breast milk ice cream gets shut down. Yeah, so it got shut down. <laughs> breast milk ice cream banned from London shop. Yeah, so there the, we go. yeah, so it, it got okay. shut down. Okay, I'm back. All right. All right. So the, the, the London-based breast milk ice cream shop got shut down. And the last article I see from an article, it was from New York, 2011, but I don't know where they were selling it. So, yeah, so unfortunately, you can't get it.
3: Or if it was from the same breasts.
0: <laughs> um. Okay.
3: Oh, anyway, oh great.
0: I- breast milk ice cream is back. <laughs> <laughs> this is from 20- 2015, April 24th, 2015. So it might be back. Wow. It has
3: And uh, okay, so my question is if it's breast milk ice cream, is it gonna taste any better or any worse than regular ice cream? And my answer is it's probably the idea.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, it's probably probably right.
3: And it's all breast milk ice cream. Right, but you know, here's the acceptable
0: You know what though? We but here's the thing is that we for, for cows we have um we have a lot of facilities for Taking care of pathogens and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, are they doing the same thing with the with the human breast milk? You know, are I, the, there's some questions that I would have about you know what what they're doing to in, to ensure quality and safety?
3: I know that with cows, they put them out in a grass field and they get pasteurized.
0: No, no that that that's not how, that's not how it works. That's <laughs> not pasteurized. No, that's that, not that, how the that, process no, works. No, that's that's no, anyway. No,
1: if you're no. a lactating woman, get one of those ice creams. You know, we host a party or something and, and serve ice cream to everybody. <laughs> and then, you know, like they're like, mm, this is really good. Yeah. yeah. That's what I made that with. <laughs>
3: hey, now you're being discriminatory. If, we're, if you're a lactating man, you can do that too. Oh.
0: <laughs> Ecuador's Got Talent brings atheist contestants uh, –
1: contestant
0: bra- – Hey, uh, okay,
1: so, yeah, they, remember that um... – we talked about it a few episodes ago. the Ecuador's got talent contestant who got uh chewed got out by the judge for not believing in God
3: right yeah they they basically uh harrowed her on stage yeah, so,
1: okay So she she basically got to sing with Pendulet.
3: um they kind so. of implied though that she wouldn't win the contest unless she was a believer.
0: Well, I think that she she did get moved on. The two judges got fired. But I yeah. think that she did not win. I think that and I think it was difficult. I I I started to look for. There are some um, some people have done some interviews with her. And in what one, one of the interviews, I, I was just listened to the very beginning of it. She was saying that that she feels like the thing was that what the whole thing was a setup from the beginning. Um, and it seemed like that too. It was like, why would you ask that question? All oh, what it's, I mean,
3: you know, it it actually seems kind of like a weird, um. A weird kind of cattiness, yeah. Like they were, like they were looking for something to go after, right?
0: Yeah. So and
3: they found something. It's 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 a weird thing to. It it's not exactly the sort of thing that should come up in conversation. Hey, do you, do you believe in God?
1: Yeah, I don't think that should come up. Uh, more likely be, to come God up for-
3: in a singing contest is going to be. Do you believe in life after love?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but.
0: Regardless, the fact that that was their first question in a singing contest, though I mean it does it does seem like it was a setup from the beginning.
1: Yeah, yeah. and, and sounds- I don't believe in life after love. I can feel something inside me say, "I really don't be strong enough."
3: <laughs> nice. I-, I was coping for the response. I believe I can. Fly. <sighs> I believe I can touch the sky.
0: Anyway, so she she gets she goes on there. She gets insulted on TV. The judges get fired,
3: and Pendulette brings her to the Reason Rally. Yep. So yeah. technically that's really that's winning because even even sure. Teller doesn't get to sing with Ben Gillette. Uh, that
0: that's true. I don't think he's allowed to talk to him at all. <laughs>
3: I don't think he is either. <laughs> uh, that man has died more than Kenny. You know that.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, should we talk about addiction?
3: Sure. Yeah. Um do do I have addictions? Do you guys have addictions?
0: I have no addiction.
3: Well, we know that, but do you have addiction?
0: <laughs> uh, I, I I probably have addictions,
3: sure. Do you don't know if you have addictions or not?
0: No, it's coffee by all means. Okay, but anyway, we we have a we have an article that um, that dumbass put in here on addiction.
1: Yeah, actually, I was um, several. Talking, it was this, this had to do with uh, I was talking to Alana just uh, the other day, and um, I mentioned that I that I'd be uh, drinking some wine for my health. She, she was skeptical about that and questioned me about it. And I you know, I, I did read some stuff about that, and I'd, um, like, years ago, and I think I saw, like, um, uh, some doctor thought that it would be a good idea. But, you know, I've never really looked fully into it myself, whether, like, um, the benefits of moderate drinking were really worthwhile, whether, like, having a little wine regimen was a good thing for me. So I thought... Um, because I already had uh, a thing in here on Alcoholics Anonymous, I thought this about uh, moderate drinking would be a good thing to look into. So which one? So okay, so I was thinking of the Alcoholics. So we're going to look at the moderate drinking one. Well, we can look okay. at that. Uh, well, I, I was thinking we would look at both, but uh, if you want to just look at one, we can.
0: Well, I tell you what. The only reason why is that we we are running a little long, and so uh, I I wouldn't mind moving the addiction one and just talk about the moderate drinking because the addiction okay. one is a is 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 huge. And, it's and I its, think that's going to be a bigger discussion. Yeah, I you too.
3: Okay, yeah. Yeah, let's do it. And that. I may okay. be able to get a guest for that. So
1: Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um I did I decided to look into this. What I found here, the this is the article that I linked is uh an article by Harriet Hall, uh also known as the skep doc.
0: Yeah, and this is on science-based medicine. So I I you know, number one, I I I like the source and Harriet Hall, you know, we we like the writer. So so move exactly. on, sir.
1: Yes, so I I find this to be a very credible source about it. Overall, just uh, to break it down for you, there have been a lot of studies about uh, moderate alcohol consumption, and uh, most of them do seem to say that there's some benefit in some way, but it's not completely clear-cut. It's like almost impossible to do clinical trials on this, so like that hasn't really been done. So we've got to look at lesser-grade studies and try to pick apart what's going on there. Um, as Harriet Hall breaks it down there, there are some there are a lot of risks of alcohol. There's some uh, evidence of small benefits if uh, for moderate alcohol consumption. But she concludes that uh, if you don't generally drink alcohol, there's not a huge reason for you to start just because of this. OK,
3: I think that don't. Doesn't one of the problems that happen during the clinical trials is that they try to do a clinical trial, and in the morning, nobody can remember what they did the night before, and they have to backtrack all over Las Vegas to try to find out where their friend disappeared to? No, I'm not
1: getting the reference.
0: I don't get the reference. The either. hangover. Oh, I haven't seen over. But
3: what does, does that
1: have to do with clinical trials? What, was it a clinical trial in the
0: – It's a movie. No. It's, a, it's a comedy. Um, who's um, – he? the guy who does Between Two Ferns, have you seen that? No.
3: Galifianakis, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: I know that. I know that's a movie. Okay. <laughs> well, that bombed.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sure some of our listeners might appreciate it so, more. So, so basically,
0: what it comes down to is that if there, if there's, it's hard to weed out if there's any real tangible benefit to having a glass of wine. And but yet we, but yet it is much easier to see if there to identify the risks to, from from
1: drinking it is, is, yes, Wouldn't like, that be the case? There, there are but, definitely risks, especially from heavy drink. Right. But
3: the, yeah, the risks that they've got on here are all associated with heavy, heavy drink. I'm yeah. pretty sure they're all heavy drinking risks because, you know, if you like to have the occasional drink, have the occasion. Brian? Yes. I'm sorry. Beer, man. Yeah. Drink
0: well, beer. listen, I, I already went out and had beers with friends today.
3: Okay. <laughs>
1: I mean, uh, like if you just have like a beer or two in the evening, that's not a huge deal.
0: No. And and I you know I I like a lot of different alcohols. I I drink bourbon and I drink different whiskeys and I like beer. But you know I have a I have a limit. Um one because I I don't tolerate it real well, but you know I I like the taste more than anything, but you know I I have a real strong limit when I when I'm out and so you know it's like I I know that after my two beers I'm done. I so, I don't drink more.
3: Brian, so has your whole has your whole family done give up on you and it makes you feel so bad? And the only person who'll hang out with you is your old granddad.
1: I think that's another reference that neither one of us.
3: I apparently, yeah. apparently you guys are blind to movies and George Thorog. <laughs> oh, I don't
1: even know that name. I drink
0: alone.
3: I drink alone with
0: nobody else
3: because you know when I drink alone, I prefer to be by myself. That's right. Yep.
0: But he also sang one whiskey, one shot, no, one beer, one bourbon, one Whoa, shot. That's right. One, one beer. beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and he, he's right. Bourbon. That's yep. the that's the best whiskey.
3: Yeah, I listen to a lot of classic rock.
0: But you don't drink a lot of bourbon.
3: No, I do not. Um, he also sang, if you don't start drinking, I'm going to leave.
0: Well, that this this all sounds great. So uh, ultimately what it comes down to is uh, drink at your own risk.
3: <laughs> yeah. And if anything you do, do it with moderation and do it smart. But
0: here's, here's the thing is that we keep hearing about antioxidants, right? And, and, and yeah, I that, still that, hear this that, from people.
3: That's
1: one of the things that I came uh, came up in my research too, and you know, antioxidants were a big like thing that people were pushing for red wine with too before.
3: It, antioxidants the,
0: the are not that beneficial they're not and it's it is a problem because there's the, you need a balance between the free radicals and the antioxidants because the the if you um an imbalance can be a problem
1: like like a lot of things yeah i mean the the whole deal about it, it was promising scientific research but it turned out to be a lot of hype but a lot of like the alternative health crowd just went with it and um i kind of liked it because like i knew somebody who was uh into alternative health or something and I was mentioning how a lot of the stuff on antioxidants turned up to be hype. And he told me, um, oh, that that's just uh, what the mainstream medicine that they want you to <laughs> like, uh, Medicine is what came up with antioxidants in the first place. Exactly. You like, ran with it. You,
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but if you don't get enough antioxidants, then you believe it's all a conspiracy. Because
0: it's feel-good medicine. It's like, oh, hey, I like to drink wine. Hey, and it's good for well, me.
3: Well, uh, You know, the thing about it is, though, Gluten free is the new antioxidants.
0: Yes, it is. Absolutely. I still think it's better for your ass, though.
3: You're probably right. <laughs> yeah. You know the the bottom line though is that any anything in moderation is probably not a bad.
1: I agree. And and I, and I it, will say this. It, there is nothing, that, that food isn't magical. People like to say superfood and things like that. Food isn't magical. They're not, it's not going to affect you that much. Uh, drinking some wine might help you a little bit. It might, you know, like adjust your risks a little bit, make you feel a little, make you feel good in the short term, maybe in the long term too if you overdo it. Sure. Uh, but uh, it's not gonna do anything that spectacular.
0: I, I've heard the same things. I heard a guy talking about the benefits of drinking beer and you know they had a lot of the same kind of fuzzy research you know i don't know I, i'm gonna continue to drink <laughs> yeah and 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 i don't and i don't do it for medicine The you know food is medicine drives me nuts sometimes i, I think that, i think we we get to the point where we're doing too much as, of food as medicine man
3: if it's food is food yeah but you know don't do it don't do it because you think it's medicine do it because it's something you enjoy right
1: and so, I think Alana was skeptical to uh, was right to be skeptical about uh about this that it's not as huge a deal as a lot of articles have made it out to see
0: yeah no, I agree, and it uh, everything comes down to moderation. sugar is a problem in high doses, alcohol is a problem in high doses, water is a problem in high doses. the hydrogen monoxide should be banned from the planet yeah Definitely. it. it, it <laughs> It
3: kills those aliens. Yeah, exactly. Because it killed... Oh my god! But I got that reference though.
1: And have have you seen what it did to the Wicked Witch of the West?
3: Yeah, right. Uh Well, she might have been one of the alien signs. We don't know. You know, we never really saw them clearly. They might have had hooked noses and sticks.
0: <laughs> oh man, is there anything else? I think that's it.
3: Actually, a little oh. a little interesting, interesting little trivia fact I heard the other day. Um, they were talking about Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz and how terrible she was treated and actually the only person on set that she considered to be a friend was the actress playing the one. i just found that kind of an interesting little bit of irony
0: isn't the wicked witch's name alphaba
3: in the in wicked yes Oh, okay in the original book i don't think she was ever actually named all
0: right well say good night everybody
3: good night everybody good night that's another one with gluten-free flour on the in the can
0: Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the Amateur Skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons share-alike, no-derivatives 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please, just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Canald. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash p-k-a-n-o-l. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraitry.